no one can serve two masters. He will either hate the one and love the other, or be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you shall eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds in the sky. They do not sow or reap. They gather nothing into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are not you more important than they? Can any of you by worrying add a single moment to your lifespan? Why are you anxious about clothes? Learn from the way the wildflowers grow. They do not work or spin, but I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was clothed like one of them. If God so clothes the grass of the field, which grows today and is thrown into the oven tomorrow, will he not much more provide for you, O oh, you of little faith? So do not worry and say, What are we to eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what are we to wear? All these things the pagans seek. Your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be given you besides. Do not worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will take care of itself. Sufficient for a day is its own evil. This is Medjinomics with a friend of Medjugorje. Tonight's Medjinomics broadcast is a one-hour special. This is a friend of Medjugorje speaking to the Caritas Pilgrimage Group that is here at Caritas right now. As many of you know, we recently announced that a friend of Medjugorje is opening up pilgrimages to Medjugorje again with BVM Caritas Pilgrimages. And as many of you around the world know the story, a friend of Medjugorje started Caritas for the purpose of spreading Catholicism. Then he went to Medjugorje and refocused Caritas to be solely on Medjugorje. Pilgrimages to Medjugorje was actually the very first thing that he did with Caritas. And so those pilgrimages are now restarting. And the pilgrimages here to the sacred sites in Alabama are also continuing as well. And that is what today's broadcast is from. So here is a friend of Medjugorje, April 6, 2022. Good afternoon. Well, you're in a place where a lady has drawn you to for years and years. You've been on this path longer than you think. And as you go back home, you'll discover that your time here was an appointment of destiny. Nothing's by chance. Somebody says that. Nothing. Everything happens. So, our lady is choosing people at their time, in their time, for you are. Our birth in this time is something different than anybody have been birthed throughout history. The only thing you could compare it to, when was Jesus walked the earth? So we are privileged people. We're in an amphitheater of the history of the world. And people don't get it. They're so blinded. They're so busy, they don't realize what time we're in, and they waste their life. There's going to be a lot of regrets, a lot of regrets, even for you here, for me, for what we could have done and we didn't done. So, our ladies talked to us about different messages. What was y'all's message this morning? I always like to look and see what the message y'all was picked for the morning. I don't know what it was. And it was July 7, 2006. And the lady says, Tonight our lady came very, very happy at the beginning. She greeted us. Praise be Jesus, my children. And then Yvonne goes on and talks about what happens and says the following message the lady gave to Yvonne. Dear children, also today, I call you especially through this time. We start talking about time. And one thing I want to talk to you today about is time. I didn't hear this. I didn't know this message. Especially through this time to pray in your families. 
Dear children, return to prayer, enter your families, pray together with the children. Dear children, may each of your families grow in the way of holiness. Thank you, dear children, for every splendid call. Our Lady navigates your whole day. Things when you pick a message in the morning is applicable for what your day is. That's why you have to, every morning, pick a message and see what she's got in you. And you may not manifest when you read it, but something through the day, that message will be tangible to your walk. Our Lady told us a message on December 2nd, 2011, and she was talking about us being a seed. The seed is something that grows. Everything you eat from comes from seed. You say, what about cows? Well, they have to have seeds for the grass. So the whole creation is based on something seeded. And once we understand that and apply ourselves to these things with Our Lady and our messages, agrarian, and with nature, we see that. Not the people are looking at nature as God, but where we come from. A seed has to grow. If it's not growing, then it's not going to get the nourishment. So Our Lady used these things that was tangible to us to make us understand, not theological stuff, lofty stuff, or go get theologians and all these PhDs. That's not what Our Lady's about. She's very clear. Because everything in the world today is cloudy. And it's all intellectual, all IT, all these things, all advanced, way up in the clouds. Not the clouds of heaven, though, of man. Our Lady said, December 2nd, 2011, with my example, she walked the earth. She's gone more than you went, and what your suffering is, by far. So with my, the Virgin Mary, example, I may help you to become a seed of the future, a seed that will grow into a firm tree and spread its branches throughout the whole world. She's thinking of you to change the world. How can I change the world? She makes that happen. Your witness, your life, is for the purpose to bring people to eternal life. Not hell, but to heaven. You're important. Our lady says, I can't do anything without you. The basis of her plans where God let her come down here and somewhat she's handcuffed because she says I could do nothing without you. I have to pray just like you. So you are more important to the plan than you know of and you'll never know it until you get to heaven of what your impact on the bad or impact on the good. So this seed that you are, when you start growing, is a sapling. You can go in the woods right here, you got little trees that big. But a lady said, a seed that will grow into a firm tree, not deformed or rotted or diseased. And the earth is diseased today. The sapling that she calls us to, which is weak, has to be nourished over year after year after year. We got a mighty pine tree out there in the field. It's known all over the world, and it's strong, and it's rooted, and we consecrated that to Our Lady. But there's a big weakness in that tree, because you don't want a pine tree to grow a split like that at the top. And it's a danger, because that split eventually is gonna split the tree. You want a single, trunk going the way up. But also it's a symbol that Our Lady allowed that to be growing with that weakness, that with the weakness that we have if we're split in the world and the physical and the spiritual realm and not growing toward the spiritual realm, we won't have the strength. So Our Lady is here for us to make us stronger even if we're split because we're always going this way or this way. And one way is going to win. 
The only way that tree's going to do is we got rope at the top of it. We got some things coming in that we got to hold it together. Our lady is here to hold your life together, to be solid as one. Because Satan's always pulling, defined by the world pulling, and Our Lady always pulling in the spiritual. So all these things speak to us. Our Lady says, go in nature. It will teach to you. It will speak to you. And so we're in time of being weak. Our Lady says, a firm tree and spread its branches throughout the whole world. We're in a cow pasture that reaches people all over the world. And it's amazing that this is nowhere, no place. And how would people say 40 years ago that people across the world would know about this place? This family just came from Mexico. They found out just a week ago. Our Lady puts the call. If you're seeking Our Lady, you're going to find somehow what she needs to show you. Throughout the whole world, from your little home where you are, for you to become a tree for the future, a seed of love, implore the Father to forgive you and your admissions up to now. My children, only a pure heart, unburdened by sin, can open itself, and only honest eyes can see the way by which I desire to lead you. Our Lady here is leading us. Is the puppets leading you? Are you getting food? No. Because there's a lot of things in the church off kilter. If it wasn't, Our Lady wouldn't be here. The troubles and problems we have starts with the church. Starts with us as Christians. Not what the world and the evil and the bad people are doing. The more evil grow, it's because the weaker we've grown. The stronger we are, the more we oppress that. Driving it out of society, and that's our lady's basis to keep you in a position of strength. October 10th, 1985, if you live the messages, you are living the seed of holiness. January 20th, 2009, our Lady says, may prayer be for you like the seed that you will put in my heart. I desire for each of you to fall in love with eternal life. People really aren't in love with eternal life. They're in love with the world, the things that are glitter, things that capture your hearts. Our Lady has a big job trying to navigate to all this stuff, all this clutter, all these things to get to us. That's why you're here. You've got to get out of the world. You've got to have a few days to just contemplate and just think, what do you want your life to be? How do you use it supposed to be? The world doesn't allow it. Our works, our jobs, everything, this whole system does not give you opportunities to reflect on what you want out of your life. To fall in love with eternal life, which is your future, and for all worldly things, not most things, all worldly things to be a help for you to draw you to closer to God, the Creator. Everything we're supposed to have is consecrated to Our Lady's work, to God, the Father. These worldly things is used by the devil or used by God? What is your work? How do you sanctify it? How do you change it? How do you do whatever your company, whatever the school, whatever you're part of? Is these worldly things helping you to be drawn closer to God, the Creator? So a lady brings that word, Creator. Because he didn't create these things that man has generated from creation to be something for Satan. TV is from the devil, completely. 
It's one of the biggest and the first things that changed the whole world. It brought filth, rebellion, bad witness into the living room. I see for the book, have you read that? That will show it to you real clearer. Once you read that, you won't be having a TV. So everything, the things, and a lady said a message, there are evil things. Those are the things in your life, you have to get rid of it. She says, I am with you for this long because you are on the wrong path. The whole world, we know, it doesn't take a scientist or theologian, that the world is on the wrong path. And the path that's on now is on a crash, a devastating crash. We see it every day. Something is changing for the world, for his darkness. I remember back before Medjugorje, when I went there, I didn't know it was only. There was something minus out of my life. And then nothing really can complete you where you are right now. The only thing is, is Our Lady. Until now, we didn't have anything to change our life in the direction of the world. There was no light, no rising sun. Everything was getting darker and is darker. And the only thing we have is Our Lady to illuminate our souls and our walk in this perilous time. Every thought the world has defeats us. We know that we're being defeated by the direction of the world, and we know that the whole world is going to crash together. It's in a serious situation. I was on alone and the whole world with the world on a different road than I am now until I discovered later. My walk, your walk, and what we've done in the past has to change. Had Our Lady not come to us to illuminate it, you've heard me say it, you heard quoting Yvonne, the world would have destroyed itself had she not come. But sometimes I think about Our Lady, and then I wake up in the morning, that she's not gonna be with us anymore. She's gonna be gone. And all this time, all this opportunity we had to walk with Our Lady doesn't come to us anymore. The apparitions be over. And you're at the tail end if you come into it now, but thank God and thank Our Lady that you're here before she's gone. Are you going to be strong enough without her not here every day? You'll find out. What have you done with your life? What towers are you building? Where is your heart? What do you show for your life? You can build all your homes, you can do all these things, but they don't last forever. There's a lot of fear of the future. Our Lady wants to hold her, our hands. And there's going to be a time where we're going to wish we could go back in time. Because we would like to change our past. And that's what the message said a minute ago. And I implore the Father to forgive you and your omissions up to now. See, she's ready to wipe it just clean. So it's not too late. And that's what she's doing. We're going to have a deadening of longing in our feelings of what we're going to have for Our Lady. We're going to wish, while she was here, after she's gone, that we could apologize. We want her. We want to say, I'm sorry. You called me, you asked me, you told me, and I didn't do it, or I was lazy, and I missed an opportunity. I'm going to work myself to death when I die. I don't want to do anything but make Our Lady more known and loved. Our Lady's given me too many experiences that there's anything else I can do except make her known. What the world needs today is healing. Real healing. The world today is Cain. They follow him. 
we are Cain's. Our lady's here to call and bring you to be Abel. Are you? You think you might? I think I might. But I always have to be like a drunken fool out there when we can have so much rich, so much grace, so many beautiful things, but we get toggled on this direction and because we're a sapling instead of our oak tree, we're weak wood. There's a lot of things that has to change constantly in your life. We got people, I did it, you've done it. You lay all the cards on the table that you have, wanting this and betting on this is gonna happen. You're betting on the future is gonna come back to what used to. Our lady's not here for us to go back what we're doing. We're declining and we're gonna to continue to decline the world until a new way of life comes back to us. The hope we have is things are not for us. We lost our hope that it's too late. Our lady's here for us to help find the way to her in this earth to use worldly things only for heaven, not for building towers, the real question, if you look inside yourself, that you find really you are a sapling. To the messages, you grow your branches, you become an oak, you become strong. And it all starts with her love, our lady told us. A seed of love, everything is based in in love. If you don't have love and you don't do what you do with love, you're gonna be lost. And love hurts because it has to accept everything bitter, just like Jesus did, just like Our Lady did, the apostles and the saints have done. The whole foundation is love, even those who are hard to love. This is your life, this is your call. And so the question really is, are you strong enough? If I walk in 
meant to be stable enough to lay every one of my cards down on the table. Hope it's not too late for us to find a way through if I want. strong enough no you're not if you were we wouldn't have a lady the world is in a weak weak point worse than day before the ark was shut God had to purify the earth and they didn't even come close to what we do and what we have the vileness the creator of Satan's replacing God with unimaginable things that's happening in our culture that never existed so what is important now is what I say this is my time and when she said on June 25th in the middle 90s that this is a particular time you were born to be a seed, to be strong, and you can't do it without Our Lady. I wrote something 22 years ago, and it shows what I understood back then as what's happening right now. I'm always surprised reading something I read 20 or 30 years ago. I started writing 33 years ago about Medjugorje. And I wonder where it came from. Because I'm just writing. Often I go to write something, no subject. I pick a message and start writing. And then 10 years later, or 15 years, 30 years later, it's dead on target what's happening right now. Our day's messages are prophetic. But you got to pray, you got to fast, you got to live those messages, and then you'll understand things that you don't even write your thoughts on. So a lady wants to change our mentality, our thoughts, the way we walk throughout the day. And when she says, I'm walking beside you, she is literally doing that. And the more sensitive you become to her, you know her presence because she has a new presence on the earth, not just with Maria or the visionaries appearing, but as a mother, she is gaining every day more power to do more than your physical mother can do. And that's why these are the last apparitions on earth, because after this, there's no more need of apparitions. Why? Because she's gonna be with us in a different way. Not where Maria sees, but you'll know something. Our lady's up to something. And you can see, I just saw several things in Medjugorje. Our Lady did certain things. And you know it just not by chance. You know she guides you or, or cross this person or whatever. She's there as a mother, not like a mayor. Go to your city. Go to your mayor, mayor call him on the telephone. I want to meet you tomorrow. No, you can't do it. One can't do it. Well, he's booked up for two months. And you're a peon anyway, he's not going to meet with you. You can't even do that. Our lady says, if you need me, call me. I will come immediately. The highest being in heaven, next to the Trinity, you can talk to. And you can't talk to a two-bit mayor. Think about that. This is some of the new efficacy. Our ladies, listen to you if you speak to her. 
she's that close and she's there ready to come for every situation she says to help you. She said also, when you box into a room, you seam up the wall, four walls, ceiling, floor, you can't get out. She tells us how to do it. Through prayer, you will perceive the greatest joy of every situation that has no exit. Think about that. If you're in a situation that has no exit, our lady says, I can get you out of that through prayer. And when you discover that, it's going to be the greatest joy you've ever experienced. And you can do it again the next time if something happens. Our lady is not just saying these things or a Ford commercial truck on the radio to buy into something. She is saying what she says is going to be. So I wrote this writing 22 years ago, and I want you to listen to it, because this is where we are and what we're doing and what our lady's doing, because time, her say, this is my time. We're in a serious, serious moment, and the clock is running out. For that one morning, you wake up, and you hear the news. Our lady, she stopped her apparitions. Who's going to regret that? I am, and we're full-time. I'm going to miss that. Time, time, time. It is a part of everything. Within its arms, Father Time never stops. Life, death, history, joy, tragedy, advances, regrets. All are in constant motion. No power on earth can slow it, stop it, alter it. It continues one second at a time, building a foundation into minutes Hours, days, months, years, decades, centuries, to build millenniums. The ages come and go as falls give way to winters. Lifetimes turn into mere specks of time. Lives ancient by our ways, who never saw the dawn of modern times, haunt us from the past with the question, were they better off having lived in a safer, less complex time? Sin knows no barrier of time, for it transcends time. It was there in the heart of the primitive man and his club. The archer facing the castle for ill gain. And the munitions expert firing a missile with an ill heart. Just as it was and is today in the heart of he who cheats his measurements of goods by scales with the counterweight of rocks, then iron, and now electronics. Though there are forbidden fruits today, Sin comes from the heart. And as time is built into millenniums by seconds, the monstrous sins of the present were built one sin at a time. The accumulation of sin is amassed to the point when in another time, God sealed the door of the ark. O oh, door of time. Where are you? But in the opening of Our Lady's mantle. Noah's Ark that saved mankind physically, and afterwards the New Covenant and the Ark that saved us spiritually, brings us through time to another time, where the Ark of today will save us physically and spiritually. The Ark is Our Lady, 
And yes, what better time to live than now in answer to the question from ancient man? Were others better off living in a simpler time? All through time, history is continually teaching us this. As for our time, that the more severe the test, the greater will be its reward for the victorious. It's a glorious time to live. We sit in the front row seat of the amphitheater of time. The age of peace is on the horizon. The invitation to be under Our Lady's mantle, our ark, is the open door. Time doesn't exist in heaven. How privileged are we to gaze in the face of a visionary where time doesn't exist. For while we remain in time, they are outside of space and time right before our eyes. Everything stands still. Existence minus time is before us. No voice of ancient man cannot haunt he who stands in the face of time where it doesn't exist. If Our Lady tells us by living her messages, we can begin to experience heaven upon earth even before we get there. Are we then also already beginning to transcend time? Beginning to live eternity before this passage from this life to the next. Look at time. Whose lives through just mere specks in time, change the whole world towards good. Span the centuries. Who are those who have left and continue to leave the greatest imprint towards good upon the ages? It is God's saints. Even though their lives were brief compared to a millennium, it is their witness that lives not only in time, but outside of time as well. Everything else passes. Yes, even time will die. Therefore, what you do along the way will make an imprint. And when you go, as the leaves today are green, tomorrow yellowed and gone. What remains is how you lived. Not the lofty, illustrious, and elevated, but the meek and humble will be remembered throughout eternity. Passing love from one heart to another, generation after generation until the last man draws his last breath, touched by you, transcended into eternity. Do look at time as ages after ages slide by, O oh man, and begin to live eternity now, not bound by time, as one is not bound to this world. As Our Lady said, by living her messages, we will not feel the passage from this life to the next. So too, we will also begin transcending time into eternity while still upon the earth by our holy lives and virtues. All of which are recorded for ages to come. Even if hidden and known only by the angels who record them for forever. Every virtuous act 
will be known throughout eternity by all, when all ages pass. The passage through time and beyond has only one key to unlock it. Love. Yes, love. Not human love. Rather, love expressed by obedience to all of God's commandments. For if love saves, obedience preserves, not only in time, but when time is no longer. A Friend of Megagoria for Our Lady of Victory's Little Schoolhouse, September 1999. The messages really ask us a question. What are we doing with our life? What is your age now? What have you accomplished for God? What have you accomplished for the world? What have you accomplished for Satan? This is a reflected time. This is a time to be thinking. If you're 15 now, or 40, or 60, or 70, on the younger side, you're looking to the future. When you start getting older, you start thinking on looking back. When you're looking back, what have you done with your life? Are you going to be happy with it? Are you going to be consoled by what your life has shown and done for heaven, for populating heaven? Because the most important thing is that. How did you spend your time? Building your tower? Are you going to regret things? When you get past a certain age, you start looking back on your past, wishing that you did different things when you were young to fill up your chest, your diary. What is your chest? Is it full of good things? Is it like a treasure chest? If you gave you one when you were born and you were putting all the memories into it, all the good deeds, all the things you'd have with it, that chest gets old. When you see old paint on a wall, it cracks. The chest is the same way. And those cracks are bursted because of what you didn't do, what you should have done. Our lady says that you have to be asked for forgiveness for what you could have done, but you didn't. Who wants to go through your life and be older and realize, well, you got nothing to show for it, or just a little bit? You look back on your life, you think, oh, well, I've done this, I worked, I got at this company, I did this, I did this, went on this, I vacationed, I raised kids and stuff like that. And then you retire and you look back on your life, you start thinking, yeah, I worked, I got retirement, and we went on vacation. That's what you got to show? Is there one person that you have brought to heaven? But if you did hundreds of them through your witness, Will you be consoled? There's a lot of people, when they get older, they can't go back. They can't change the time. And that's what he wants us, not to be in grief in your golden age. She wants you to have things now that you yourself can reflect on things. My life was filled where well, these things where I help people. Just not feeding the poor. Jesus says the poor is always going to be there. Who's poor today? Those people who are going to hell. I'm sick of the social justice in the church. The poor, the poor, the poor. Most of them are religious. They're in good shape. 
They may not have the material things. Yes, you should help people. But what we really are supposed to be doing is helping people to bring them conversion. What good is it? Just giving people stuff. That's why we give our materials free. We're feeding souls. Not food, but spiritual food. Your old age is going to be a souling period or a very, very sad thing. And I would say most people are very sad because they're looking about what they could have did and they didn't do. And they can't go back and change that. You change it when you're 14, 9 years old, 20 years old. Not when you're 60, not 70, 80. How much money did you make? Is that what you can look at? I did this, I have that. Wealth is supposed to be transitions for conversion, not for feathering your bed and making things more comfortable. You're called by your witness in what you do. And that's one thing I want to witness to wealthy people because I made it in business. And I put all mine into this. And that's why I don't take no royalties. I don't want money. I don't want to get paid. And you got books that's going over a million copies. There's a lot of ways things that I enrich this mission for souls, not for self. I don't want it. Why would I want stupid money? Yes, you got to have it. But if you have the capability of making a lot of money, what are you doing with that? I sleep good at night because I know I give everything away. I like to go down and conveyor all those writings, all those books. Sometimes it's three stacks. could be 100, 200 orders every day. That's consolation. You know it changes people's life. Why would you want that in your pocket? There's nothing wrong with being rich materially, but what are you doing with your life with it? Our Lady said, October 2nd, 2017, do not waste time. Say you're 75 years old or 70 or 65. What have you done with your life? Do not waste time thinking about the future, worrying. If you're walking, you don't worry about the future. We know that we're supposed to be closer to the soil. Not to continue, we're hoping, okay, everything's going to get better. All this stuff's going to get back. On the airplane I was just flying to Mejigoya was only two-thirds filled. And they're expecting for it all to come back. It's not going to. It's going to diminish more. May your only concern be how to live well every moment according to my son. That's your bank. That's going to be in your old chest that you lived well at the moment. For you're called back to be an agrarian people. It's in the booklet. The Corona Vision is very clear. We're too far from the soil, and because we're too far from the soil, we depend on man, not on God. You see the famous picture of the husband and wife at the pitchfork doing their prayers at 12 o'clock. If you're close to the soil, you're close to God. Adam was close to the soil because he was soil. He was made from dirt. And dirt, you should return. Isn't that interesting what the Bible says? Because we're going back to the dirt, whether you like it or not. You could start planting now, or you could be hit like a train. How am I going to eat? What am I going to eat? Do not waste time thinking about the future worrying. You don't have to worry about it. If you do what she says here, may your only concern, not about the future, not about getting food, not all this stuff, is how you live well every moment according to my son. God said, by the sweat of your brow shall you eat. That's biblical. And we're away from that. We're waiting man to do it. And now he's drying up the grocery store shelves it's not there. And it's going to get worse. And if you do that, being do not waste time thinking about the future worrying, may you only concern be how to live well every moment according to my son. 
And then Ray says, and there it is. Peace for you. It's amazing. You want peace? Live what the Bible tells you to live by. That's you're going to have peace. People don't have peace now. They're worrying about what's going to happen. Can't even get toilet paper. Can't do this. Can't do that. June 2nd, 2017, Ali says, my children, be ready. Be ready for what? Two and a half years ago, could you imagine where the world is now? Think about this for a moment. We knew it was coming, but you can't even see how this happened. Now you can because you know it. The corona and the vaccination, all the lies, all the stuff. Now the World Bank's, all these things, you see it now. We know something's coming, but we can imagine how everything can be stopped. And they're doing it. So June 2nd, 2017 is a big, big statement. My children, be ready. For what? This time. Time, time, time. She says, this time is my time. Why? My children, be ready. This time is a turning point. Our lady is a liar or she is telling truth. Which one? She's telling the truth. Okay, then this is a turning point. This is not going to pick back up. Okay, everything's going to pack. Diesel fuel's going down, gasoline, all these things, all this happened. It's going to just get back on the track. No, it's going off the track. And it's not coming back. Because of his turning point, then it would keep going. A turn is a turn. The world, you have to be ready for it, for this turn. Everybody's driven a car and is wet. And you go around a curve too fast and you start thinking, I'm going too fast for that. I do that all the time. I like it. But you feel that thing and then you get unsteady, like, well, I was going too fast during that curve. So we're on a turning. Our lady's here to make that turn pretty wide so you won't skid off the road. But somewhere it's going to go off the road for those people who aren't ready. If you're not ready, you're going to crash. We may crash with them, but because we're ready, we've got safety belts. We've got the airbags. And that's the messages. So this message is real clear. My children, be ready. This time is a turning point. January 2nd, 2017. Do not waste time. You don't have time. I've been doing this with Medjugorje almost 34 years. And before that, at least 15 years working business and doing what I did. Preparing even before Medjugorje, I knew what I needed to do. I needed to be out of debt. I needed to be independent. I don't need to be dependent on anybody else what I get. And so I was living the messages in a way that I never thought I would be underneath Our Lady. What she says, what you were doing is the right point to turn to. And that same message says, at the end of your journey on earth, Heavenly Father would give all the answers to you. On February 2nd, 2009, Alay says, do not lose time because you are not its masters. And that's what's wrong with us. We think we can master and control everything. And we have up to this point. But a lady's driving everything now. And it's not in your control. March 18, 2017. I, a lady, I also, as I passed the time on earth. And she said she rejoiced. Suffered and patiently endured pain. And she says, with true love, how she passed on time of the earth, with true love illuminated the darkness of selfish, which of all more envelops my children. Be generous. There's many things through your life that you're going to be reflecting and while you're here walking these grounds and even the community, be thinking about what you're doing, what we do, what we're called to. You can read too many books. 
too many things the wrong thing. And when you get old, you're young or you're older, what is it going to be like? What did you do with your life? The West, our lady said, monthly confession would be a remedy. That's back in the early 80s. Our lady said that. The Western had made great advances materially, but they've lost confession. Monthly confession would heal us. Why did the bishops say, hey, everybody go confession? Every priest be in the confession 30 minutes before Mass and 30 minutes everywhere. You think people would come to confession? Yeah. It was that simple. There's things in your life that you've got to change. We have everything we need through Our Lady. Time. There's always time. When you're old, the only thing that's going to be on your mind is time. Did I waste time? Our lady said, don't waste time. You're not as masters. And when your time runs out, every day, what did you do? Is everything going to pass you by? You'll be saying, I regret that. I wish I'd made this turn. I wish would have followed. I wish I gave everything. But we're occupied. And for a lot of people, there would be a lot of regrets, deep regrets, because you're filling up your chest right now. And it's going to get older and older. And it's going to be full of one thing or another. Things that you wish you wouldn't have done and things you wish you wouldn't have done. came back the other day, yeah, you know, and he swore to God His life had changed And some things, they stay the same Like time There's always time On my mind Pass me by, I'll be fine Just give me time Older gents sit on the fence With their cap in hand Looking grand Watch their city change And children scream Or so it seems Louder than before Out of doors 
into stores with bigger names. Mama tried to wash their faces, but these kids they lost their graces. Daddy lost at the races too many times. She broke down the other day. Yeah, you know, some things in life may change, and some things they stay the same. words just give me time everybody will be saying that were you 30 years old on your deathbed from some sickness or you're 80 just give me time what does that define all the regrets all the things you were changing in your life I just if I could go back Thank God our lady is telling us, turn. This is the point to turn your life, to change it. Your message. I call you especially through this time. Our lady says you're chosen. But I say to you, you were chosen to live in this time. By God's divine providence, don't waste it. We're in serious moments. Your next days here, go deep into the messages. Open your heart. Our Lady will hear you here. She will hear and heal you. The scars are there. But we all need healing because we live in a broken time in our life. And Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Mary, we give these days to you to speak through nature, through man, through various other ways. That's your words. We believe with faith that you can do that to all of us. You know what we need and we're here to seek it. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Our Lady Queen of Peace and Reconciliation. And Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen.
This ends the Medjinomics broadcast with a friend of Medjugorje. These broadcasts are available as CDs, which are sent directly to your doorstep on a monthly subscription. For information, contact Caritas in the U.S. at 205-672-2000.